we're about to sing, you are everything. Oh, you are my everything. Hallelujah, you're my everything. You're my joy in sorrow. You're my hope for tomorrow. You've been my wheel in the middle of the wheel. You are my Rose of Sharon. You are my Jehovah Shammah. You are my Jehovah Nisi. God, I just want to praise you. Oh, God, thank you. You've been my deliverer. You've been my redeemer. You've been my mind regulator. You've been my heart fixer. You've been the chemo. You've been the radiation. You've been the restorer. God, we thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Oh, bless your name. Come on, Sister Amanda. Hallelujah, God. I just want to praise you. Lift my hands. Lift my hands and say, I love you. You are everything to me. Oh,
better than good to me.
calling the same names. Before she mentioned anybody, the Lord was sending the same word, letting us know that he's been better than good to us. Thank you, God. So many was lost during COVID, but so many came to Christ during COVID. So, so many got a refreshing during COVID. So, so many got a deeper grip on God during COVID. Through all the trials and tribulation, yet God, you've been better than good to us. From power hour this morning to every song, every praise belongs to God. God, I just want to thank you. Oh, glory be to God. And then the thought the Lord dropped in my heart, thank God for Jesus. Is anybody thanking God for Jesus today? Oh, bless his name. Bless, what, what are you thanking him for? Ooh, hallelujah. We better not mess with that. Amen. We better not take a little time and start thinking about all that he has done for you. I'm on an inclination your hands may go up. Your feet may get light. Thank you, God. When you begin to reflect on where he's brought us from. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for Jesus. Oh, yes, we, we, we're coming up on Palm Sunday. We're coming up on Easter Sunday morning. We're reflecting on Jesus. Oh, God. All through scripture. Okay, let, let me try to get myself together here. Because I tell you, God is good. Wow. Brother Mark, better than good. You know, as Camille began to talk, I'm telling you, and not being redundant, but David, Mark, Al, Sister Carolina. God, we just want to see your glory. Sister Christy. She went from saying, I'm not going up there and say nothing. She texted me the other night. Pastor, put me on the list. (laughs) Hey, glory. You see, God is doing something. The old song said God's got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is their song. There's healing in their hand. Everlasting joy with gladness in their heart. In this army, we've all got a part. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Let me me try to. Let me try to. (laughs) Thank you, God. Let Let me try to share this word today. The Holy Spirit already preached. So I'm just going to put a little bit of ice on the cake. We're going we to be up out of here. But, but I'm praising God. I'm thanking God for Jesus. Amen. Because I'm standing here today because of Jesus. My sins are forgiven and I'm on my way to heaven all because of Jesus. Praise God. Sister Jackie, when I saw your husband the other day, it looked like the Lord has done something to him. The man was so precious and so humble. 
just touched my heart. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 107 and 1 and 2 say, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. How many know that today? For his mercy endures forever. Not for a little while, but his mercy endures forever. And this this passage has have stuck with me down through the years. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Mm -hmm. Those who've been delivered say so. Those who have been healed say so. Those whose mind has been put at ease say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. I'm not lost anymore. I'm not bound by sin and shame. Thank you God. I've been redeemed. I can sing a song that the angels can't sing. Thank God I've been redeemed. Oh, bless his name. Thank God for Jesus. We're going to look at Hebrews 10, 11 through 18. But before you put that up, as I was standing there, we, we have to get some context here. We have to get some context here. Because when we talk about thanking God for Jesus, see, if we're not careful, sometimes we thank God for stuff. You know, and, and nothing wrong with that. Now, don't get me wrong. God has blessed me with some stuff. And I thank him. But thank God for Jesus. See, see he, he, yes, he has paid some bills. Thank you. He has given us some things we desire. Thank you. But it's not about the stuff. I give you Jesus. God gave me Jesus. In Hebrews 10 and 1, I'm going to read down through 10, and then we'll take the text. Is that all right? For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with these same sacrifices which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshipers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he, thank God for Jesus, he said, sacrifice and offerings you do not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. Oh, thank you, Lord. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume, in the volume of the book, it is written to me to do your will, O oh God. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offerings, burnt offerings, and offerings for sin 
you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. But that will, but excuse me, by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. We see in those passages that the law had some rules and regulations and and and, and uh, ceremonies and <coughs> offering of, of sacrifices. And so I looked up just to share with you a definition for burnt offering and a definition for sin offering. Then we'll look at this passage that's before us today, Hebrews 10, 11 through 18. The Hebrew word for burnt offering actually means to ascend, literally to go up and smoke. The smoke from the sacrifice ascended to God, a soothing aroma to the Lord. Technically, any offering burned over an altar was a burnt offering. But in more specific terms, the burnt offering was the, was the complete destruction of the animal except for the hide in an effort to renew the relationship between holy God and sinful man. A sin offering. A sin offering was a sacrifice made according to the Mosaic law which provided atonement for sin, a satisfaction for sin. The Hebrew phrase for sin offering literally means a fault offering. The sin offering was made for sins committed in ignorance or unintentional sins. When Brother David was praying this morning, he said, God, forgive us of our sins. Those that we have committed, those we know, and those that we don't know. Is that right, brother? That's what the sin offering back in the day under the law was all about. Because God is holy. And he is righteous and he's just. We saw in the previous passage that God said, I don't take no pleasure in that. <clears throat> and then that brings us to our passage for today. Listen to this. This, this, just, this really blessed me. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. One thing that stood out to me was they stand perpetually. Nowhere in the law did it give an, uh, an opportunity for the priest or the high priest to sit down. They were always standing over the altar Wherever it may have been in the tabernacle or behind the Holy of Holies, there was no sitting down because sin was so rampant. Sin continued. People were living in a time in a world of sin. 
God said, I'm not pleased with all the blood sacrifices, but without the remission of, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So he said, every priest stands ministering daily, daily, daily. Can you imagine? It wasn't no pretty sight. It was blood everywhere. It was blood everywhere. <clears throat> and daily they were offering repeatedly the same sacrifices for sin. See, that's why the thought today is thank God for Jesus. Amen. See, isn't it a blessing y'all not sitting out there looking up here and there's blood everywhere? <laughs> you know? <laughs> isn't that something? We're we going to see why we can thank God for Jesus just in these few verses here. Verse 12 say, but, but this man. Help me say this man. With a capital M, but this man. Thank you, God. After he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever. <laughs> you know what? I'm saved forever. His blood still works. I'm covered now past, present, and future sins because of Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. See, and not only that, the Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, put it in my heart and in my mind and in my spirit that that love, that grace, that mercy is not a license to sin. And the same, this man, the same one who put the do right down inside of us. I know I'm not by myself because I know you as well. When something ain't going right or you don't act right, you feel it. Am I right about it? Have, have you ever had one of them cases where you say, oh boy, <laughs> help Lord. See, and, and what we do, we go to God in prayer. Yes. We say, God, forgive me. Yes. And what happens when, when we go and we say, God, forgive me? A peace comes over. Yeah. A, a cleansing flow comes over us. The, the guilt and shame is gone because we went to our Father. In the name of Jesus, and, and he forgives us. He reminds us of who we are. Verse 12 says, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, how many? One. Can you imagine how many bulls and goats and turtle doves and pigeons was, was sacrificed from the institution of the Mosaic law, the sacrificial system, until Jesus I mean, all the way until the veil was torn in the temple. I guess after that, they was like, now what we do? <laughs> but the song said, come to Jesus. Yeah. And, and somebody else said, I came to Jesus just as I was. Mm, can I get a witness today? Weary, <coughs> wounded, and sad, but I found in him a resting place, and he's made me glad. But this man, after he had suffered one sacrifice for sin, listen to this, forever, he sat down at the right hand of God. <laughs> Remember now, the priest could never sit down. If they wasn't cleaning and washing and killing and stripping, whatever, they couldn't sit down. But Jesus, after one sacrifice on that old rugged cross, he sat down at the right hand, at the, at the place of authority. Oh, God. Done. In the weeks to come, we'll hear that word that Jesus said, to Stelestai. Yes. It is finished. 
it's a done deal. Don't let nobody tell you no different. Jesus has saved you and delivered you and wrote your name in heaven. Thank God for Jesus. He has given you power from on high. Thank God for Jesus. Who would have thought that any of us would have been able with the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ to go into a hospital room and lay hands on the sick, believing and knowing in our spirit that God is going to work it out. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 13 says, from that time, wait until his enemies be made his footstool. There are so many quotes about that in scripture. One of them, and I, and I didn't give the IT none of this. So let's, let's do it like this. Watch this. Verse 13. From that time, wait until his enemies are made his footstool. That was, we, we, we heard that said in Psalms 110. Jesus validated himself to the people by quoting scripture to the people. See, scripture interprets scripture. Everybody can come up with conjecture, but when you go to the word of God, then you get, we get an understanding of what's really going on. In Psalm 110 and 1 in the Amplified. Matter of fact, let's look at Luke first. Luke 20, verse 41. Then he said to them, how is it that people say that Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, is David's son? And I'm like Pastor Jones, sometimes I skip the verse here, Luke 20 and 41. Let me go there real quick. Thank you, Lord. I want to make sure it's nothing like getting the word right. I don't want to say nothing that God haven't said. See, God's word is precious. See, the people, verse 41, then he said to them, how is it that people say that the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, is David's son? You know, the Pharisees, you know, they were sticklers for details. Uh, for David, so Jesus quoting, for David himself says in the book of Psalms. That's where the Psalm 110 comes from. In the Amplified, it says, the Lord, the Father said to my Lord, the Son, the Messiah, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. So David calls him the Son, Lord. See, David was not only a songster, and a great king, but he also was a prophet. And how then is he David's son? And with all the people listening, he said to the disciples, beware of the scribes and Pharisees. You know, what's the message in that for us today? Praise God. Whoops. Didn't hit the mic. All right. Automation. Thank you, God. And in Psalms 110, the Lord, Father, says to my Lord, the Messiah, his son, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet, subjugating them into complete submission 
Jesus always used the word. I think it's important for us today to use the word. As God began to enhance the ministry, we need to use the word. We need to point people to Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Going out to the shelters on today, thank God for Jesus. And yes, we're taking some Easter baskets and some, and some things that will help the people. But what? We're taking Jesus. Amen. We're taking Jesus. We, we won't let those people know from the babies to the oldest that God loves you. And, and he, he made a sacrifice one time for the sins of the world. And this is not the end of your story because he's better than good. Yeah. He, he's better than good. See, see, I've seen more folks saved in prison, ministry, in jail ministry, in homeless ministry than I have in the church. Just take it for what it's worth. I mean, because, see, the church is more than inside of these four walls. We, we come here to worship God, to magnify the Lord, to hear his word, to fellowship with the saints. We, we get something and down on the inside so we can go out of these walls and let somebody know that Jesus is Lord. Thank you, God. So, so from, from that time in verse 13, wait until his enemy are made his footstool. You know what? The, the, we ain't at the end of the book yet. There's coming a time when Jesus is going to come back and he's going to rule, reign and rule in righteousness. Yes. There's coming a time where the scriptures say every knee shall bow yes. and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Verse 14, for by one offering he was perfected. He has perfected. Listen to this. Forever those who are being sanctified. Those who are being set apart for God to use. Have you been sanctified? Yes. Is your vessel sanctified and set apart for God's use? That's what he said. He said, for by one offering he has perfected forever. It's important for us as saints to know who we are. To know who we are in Christ and what he has done for us and where he's taken us to. We ought to be excited. God, thank you. Thank God for Jesus. Verse 15, but the Holy Spirit mm, also, now listen, this is the book of Hebrews. The writer of Hebrews is letting the Hebrew nation of people, those of the Mosaic background of Israelites and Judeans, let them know that Jesus has come. You don't, you don't have to try to keep the law no more because you can't. The, 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 the better sacrifice have come and gave his life on a rugged cross and rose on the third day. He sent the Holy Spirit. Hebrew brothers and sisters, don't try to go back to the law. Understand what God has done for you. Saints of God in 2022, understand what God has done for you. Anybody in here remember who you used to be? Yes. Before you came to know Jesus, yes. <laughs> and now you thank God for Jesus for who you are now in Christ, in the midst of your troubles, in the midst of your circumstances, in the midst of all of this craziness in the world, you can lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank, you. Yes. thank God for Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after he had said before. Now this is a quote, another quote that the writer is using from Jeremiah 31, 33, verse 31 through 33. Again, verse 15. But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after he had, after he had said before. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. Anytime you read scripture and you hear, saith the Lord, my God today, take it to the bank. Listen what God said to Jeremiah back in the day, looking forward to this day where we are now and what we enjoy now. He said, I will put my laws into their hearts. Anybody in here got the law of God in your heart? Listen, and you know what? That's liberating. That is a blessing. Thank you, God. I will put my laws into their hearts. Listen to this. And in their minds. He said, I will write them on their hearts and in their minds. I'll put my laws down on the inside. See, when we got saved, we didn't join no club. We were redeemed, washed in the blood, covered. Thank you, God. He says, I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds. I will write them. Then he adds this. Listen to this. This will bless you. Their sins. Should I say our sin? Okay. Their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Don't let the devil put no guilt trip on you. Don't let him take you back to where you used to be. Because we've been redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Listen, last verse, verse verse 18, verse, verse 18. Now, where there is remission of these, There's no longer an offering for sin. Jesus paid it all. Jesus, thank God for Jesus. Philippians 2 and 9. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor. Talking about Jesus. Thank God for Jesus and gave him the name above all other names. Verse 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue shall declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Can I hear the church today say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Let's say it again. Jesus is Lord. And guess what? And that's to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word. And and I'm going to close this out with this. I know that this is communion Sunday. And I know these clocks get on fast track. But I love this. Hebrews chapter 4. Thank God for Jesus. Listen to this. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. How many know we have a great high priest? See, Caiaphas was a high priest. And he was no good. He was reckless and wretched and and deceitful. 
and he was standing in the place of God over the people. But we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. <laughs> Hallelujah. He has passed the same Jesus who was taken up from you. He's coming again in like manner. Through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. How many know he's the Son of God? Amen. How many know that he is God? Oh, glory to God. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Hello now. This sounds like evangelism to me. Let us hold on to our confession. What are we confessing today? We're confessing that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Oh, I used to think I was all that in a bag of chips and wasn't nothing. <laughs> and what I thought was, was the opposite. See, but we have a high priest who can, who can sympathize with our weaknesses. Do you know it takes a strong man to say, I'm weak. <laughs> it takes a strong man to say, God, I don't know what to do. It takes a strong man to, to lay out before God and cry out to him for help. And so it is for men, so it is for women too. We have a high priest who cannot, we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Thank you, God. Jesus lived the perfect life in our place that we couldn't live. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. So the last verse here, in verse 16, let us, therefore, because we know what the therefore is there for, Jesus has paid it all. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace. Let us, therefore, come with confidence before God. Because I'm telling you, all this stuff that's happening around us is over our head. I don't care what political party you affiliated with. I don't care where you get your information from. If you're not, if we're not getting it from the Word of God, we got bogus information. And, and what we have to do is is cry out to God. Second Chronicles seven fourteen said, "If my people, who are called by my name." would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal the land. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Oh, glory to God. That, you know, that place where we can find unmerited favor. Uh, that place of grace where we can find the operating power of God. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Anybody need mercy today? That we may obtain mercy and we will find grace to help in the time of need. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. Oh God. Peter said in 1 Peter 1, 17, and, and if you call on the Father, mm, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, Conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, in reverence, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold 
from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. As a lamb without blemish or without spot, we've been redeemed, washed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, God. And that's who we are today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we thank God today. Thank God for Jesus. I, I, I'm going to stop it right there, but I'm telling you, as you all well know, and telling me, we got so much to thank our God for. See, see, you know, the scripture says what in Philippians 4 there, be anxious for nothing. And, you know, that's something we have to work on. Because we still see stuff happening. I get anxious. Then I go back to the scripture, be anxious for nothing. See, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a work in progress. Some days I got it. Some days I don't got it. (laughs) And those days I don't got it, I need to get it. So I go to the one who have it. And I call on the name of Jesus. And he showed me the way. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. So, so we, we, we bless God today. Amen. We bless God. Did I finish reading first? Yeah, I did. I did. We're, we're done. We're, we're done. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Change it someday 
my trophies at I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a this afternoon once again Lord we have come to serve you Lord we've come to honor you we've come to bless your name on this Sunday first Sunday of the month Lord we're running out of Sundays in this sanctuary we're going to be moving hallelujah we're counting down and uh, Father even as you that passion week counted down the days before the inevitable proof of your love when you would die after having been beaten to a pulp to you were unrecognizable but God you, were, you sent your son and he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of his, his peace was upon us and by his stripes we are healed oh we thank you Lord for healing this afternoon we thank you Lord for this opportunity as we have come together to share to commune one with another you said as often as we do it do it in remembrance of you and Father we're here to remember we're here to recall and we're here to do as your servant said Lord, he said, you shared in your suffering as well as the power of your resurrection. And Father, we thank you that you didn't stay in the grave. Hallelujah. Because the blood was enough. It reached to the highest mountain. It flowed to the lowest valley. That blood 
that never loses its power is yet saving. Save somebody even today, God. This blood is power. This blood is for healing. It's for deliverance. We love you today, God, and we come before you now, Lord, to say thank you. And Lord, as we get ready to dismiss, as we get ready to leave this place, Lord, look on those who are not here today. Many, God, have gone on in. Many have found themselves in your presence. Many have found themselves in a place they'd never dreamed they'd be. But God, we thank you. Because on the cross, you made a way where we didn't have to go there. For you said, it is finished. You said to Telestai, it was paid in full. Because the blood of bulls and goats was not going to do what it needed to do. It couldn't take sins away. But God, you became the Lamb of God to take away sin. We love you today for that, Lord. And for those that are in the sound of my voice, God, there's someone here that may not know you, God, that may want to know you, may need to know you in the pardoning of their sins, God. We look to you right now and ask that you touch today. We ask that you heal, save, deliver, and set free because you've done it by the blood. We thank you today, God, for our families, our homes, and as we prepare to leave this place, we don't leave your presence. You said you never leave us, neither forsake us. And Father, look on those that are sick in their bodies. Look on those that are sick in their minds, sick in their relationships. Look on marriages everywhere, God. You know what we have need of today, God. And we thank you. You are our provider. You are Jehovah Jireh. And Father, we know, look on Patrick this afternoon, God. We know that they're trying to transfer him to another facility. He's having a hard time, God. And we just look to you and ask, Father, that you do what the doctors can't do. Do what the counselors can't do. Do what, my, my, what our wills can't do. Oh, God, it's not about our will. It's about your will. Your will be done, Lord, and Patrick today, God. And for Brother Ron, God, look on him today. His mom is not doing well. We look to you, Father, for you're the great physician. You can heal the sick. You can turn her mind around, God. You can not only free her mind, but you can save her soul. And for that, we ask, Father, because you're the Savior of our souls today. Lord, we love you today. Go before us. Be with us. Bless us, Lord, as we get ready to go. Bless the children and adults and mothers and fathers in the family shelter this afternoon, God. And as we get ready to bless him with Easter baskets, God. Oh, God, let those Easter baskets be a reminder to them forever that the people of God came to them and shared the word of God with them that they might know the God that we serve. And, Father, we thank you. Look on that box on the wall, God, and we thank you for every dollar that goes in it because we know it's being used for your glory, for you deserve the glory. You deserve the honor and the praise. And for this, we thank you and we praise you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Come on, peace is mine. Peace is 